Lakewood means rewind, the gunshot means forward. Requested it, so we rewind. It's your boy Manny, and this is the Black Announce Table WWE Royal Rumble Post Show. I turn this shit off now. Enjoy. We're here. I'm Eve. My tag team partner Cody's here. We're joined by the one, the only, Andrew Goldstein. And his tag team partner for the night, Zach Linder. Fellas, how are you? Thank you for having me. And uh, I brought, I said, what's better? Uh, You know, two Jews for the price of one. Can't beat it. (laughs) Here, post-Royal Rumble. I appreciate you guys having us. Look, you've got got the rabbi and his cantor here tonight. Perfect combo. I'm very happy to be here on the Mountain Dew Pitch Black Announce Table. (laughs) I like that. I like that. You see that? We're, we're branding experts here. Yeah, I'm psyched to uh, to chat about the show we just saw. It was a long one. I'm like, I felt like I was in that minute. After that show, what was it, four hours? It was almost four and a half. Felt like a New Japan show. Facts. Goodness. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, when I saw the time that the, the main event was starting, I was like, all right, maybe they give us 10 minutes. Max, I didn't know they were gonna. I didn't know they were gonna go that long. I can't, I, can't, I can't believe they threw that that music performance in, like, three and a half hours into the show. Uh, what do you? And they, they took off the ropes for it, which means the ropes <laughs> have to be put back on, which means we got to sit through commercials until they do that just to get to the main event. Yeah. Really, D- Dave Meltzer said he would have given the show five stars, but it needed an extra hour. <laughs> It was um, it was a long show. I thought, um, I mean, we can dive right in, but starting with the men's rumble, very ambitious, very questionable move, in my opinion. Really, and, I think. Um, all right, so let's let's dive right into it. Let's let's get right into it. We gonna, you know, what I'm saying Pat McAfee came out there. He did his thing. We we got Pat Pat back on commentary. That was great. I'm like, cool. I'm feeling the vibes. Let's bring Pat back. Cool. And they announced they kicking things off with the men's Royal Rumble match. I'm like, I'm at first, I understand what you was talking about and everything. Oh, yeah. You see on the, we, we, we got the graphics here as well. You know, wow, you guys are, this is great. The production values. Who, who, who do you have there? Kevin Dunn running this thing? No, 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 no. Not, not Mr. Kevin Dunn. Not, not, okay. no. <laughs> not Kevin Dunn. You got somebody better than that. Yes. That's. <laughs> I buttoned up. Yeah, I, it's just, you know, I it's usually the main event of the pay-per-view and uh to start I it's just ambitious. It was just uh a bold move to start with the men's Royal Rumble. I mean, that's kind of the the big ticket item. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't really another match on the card that could have opened the show, so in that regard I get it, but it was just like, okay, we're jumping right in with, you know, Imperium. I had a pit in my stomach right away because it's, I think it's sort of telegraphed that you're not going to get a big surprise here at the at the beginning of the show. They're going to save whatever big surprise is for the end of the show, which we, we obviously got that big angle in the title match where we can talk about later. But I think the thing that saved it was bringing out Gunter and, and uh, Sheamus 1 and 2 to kind of uh, run back the – Rivalry of the year, so possible match of the year. They give it to you twice here. R- reminded me of starting out with a big high spot, like how they used to start out Mania every year with a uh, Money in the Bank match. Let, let's get a bunch of guys out there. Let's make it, 
um, you know, really high flying and, and get the crowd popped really, really quick. So it was kind of like that. And they, and they kind of beat the crap out of each other for a few minutes. They were elbowing each other in the jaw and stuff. But boom, then you're on to entrant number three. And it just felt like it was monotonous from the start. And then we, we got no surprises, right, in the in the Rumble match. Booker, Booker T for like eight seconds. Yeah, yeah that was, was it. Say, well, I think Booker was probably the only surprise. And we knew about Cody. I thought Cody would have came out a little earlier, but – yeah, After I saw what was going on. I was like, all right, thirty. That's minutes. probably my biggest gripe is that why 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 do a month of vignettes if you're if you're gonna do you know how much bigger would that moment have been? How much more would how much more excited would we be right now if there was no there were no vignettes and Cody was number thirty and then had it basically a singles match with Gunther and then Cody wins it. I think we would have been a much more hyped than we are now because we knew it was coming because we saw a month of vignettes. And, and because it was so predictable, I think the story of the match isn't Cody Rhodes now. I think yeah. the, the story of the match is Gunter. Gunter was the star of the match. Yeah. They're clearly, obviously, Hunter is, feels highly about Gunter, and why wouldn't he? Knew him from back in NXT and NXT UK. Clearly, they're going somewhere with this guy, Intercontinental Champion. Andrew was saying during the show, just wish it was the the throwback title. The new title design yeah, is just I love, awful. This is uh, this is a big Goldstein hot take, but I love Gunther. But like the whole story is ruined for me because that title is so ugly. And I like it's not a, it's not as cool because he's not wearing like the old Intercontinental title. I get hung up on these things, so uh, that's kind of my. My thing. I definitely agree. Vignettes in thirty was interesting combo to put it nicely. I, I, it just felt so anticlimactic. It's like you knew he was coming out. If his music would have hit and no, and there was no confirmation that he was going to be in the Rumble match, people would have been losing their minds. Yeah. Honestly, Nia Jax got a bigger. Uh, yeah. Nia Jax got a bigger pop than Cody Rhodes because nobody expected it. Same thing. They ruined it with the with the month of vignettes. They were great vignettes, but they they really cut. That you know, they undercut the surprise. I mean, the Nia Jax pop from me was me walking out of the room, but that's a discussion for another time. I just liked how the end of the match was we get uh, America versus Nazi Germany one on one for the final two. Yeah, it was like General Patton and, and Hermann Goring. Oh, okay. There you go, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. no, I think like that goes back to your point, or you were saying like how like the match was too predictable and maybe that's kind of another reason why they threw this match on first like we kind of all expected mr rose to walk out as royal rumble winner and that's why i kind of like all right you could you could throw that on first get that out the way and everything and plus like you saying we had a bigger angle at the end of the show which yeah i mean maybe because they the knew they were they were they had such a hot angle to close the show mm -hmm. they decided to make the men's rumble not as spectacular because they knew they had us i have a question for y'all do y'all think that do you think cody Rhodes' injury was a blessing in disguise for him by having all that time off to basically come back hot shot to the rumble win the rumble now you're on the road to wrestlemania you get you normally know. normally my answer would be yes because unfortunately in the wrestling business the only way you get time off to freshen up your character is to unfortunately get injured and, and have to take some time off. And usually that, that ends up being a blessing in disguise because then you get the good, the, the big comeback and you get to reboot your character. But Cody, man, he was so hot. It was all happening for him. He had just come out of AEW, showed up in WWE. The whole, you know, his, his return was so big. 
and then it gets it gets cut off at the knees with this injury. So I think in this particular case, probably not a blessing in disguise, but here they are. I mean, they're picking right back up. But you saw the crowd. I mean, the crowd was pretty quiet for Cody's entrance and pretty quiet for Cody's win. Look, the the we hear it all the time in wrestling. The money is in the chase, right? And we missed, what, six months of the chase? More. So I think this was going to be the year of Cody. When Cody wins the title, the following year is not the year of Cody. The, the year is the chase, right? And right. we missed that whole element of the Cody story. How many guys would he have gone over after Seth before winning the Rumble and going? I think this would have happened regardless, right? So I think we miss a big element of that story, and I, I agree with Goldstein. As you should. <laughs> I have to say that. I, He's in my house. I can't. I I can't do anything about it. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. I mean, what did you guys think? Did, did you feel a little underwhelmed by Cody at thirty and winning? I, I'm not gonna lie. I did feel under like when I yeah I was I was underwhelmed. I'm not gonna lie. I was excited for him to come back. I was happy to see him come back. Um, but I thought he was like like you said with the vignettes and everything. I thought we were gonna see him maybe at number one or two. Then I was like, ah, oh, that's that's kind of predictable. Then I was like, all right, maybe he'll come into like you know in the tens, you know what I'm saying? 12 around there, but 30, I was like, ah, come on. Really? For real? But you know, that was, as soon as it ended, I was like, all right, that was predictable. Like we, we knew what's up. You know what I'm saying? We knew yeah. what was going to happen. Once, once they, like once a report came out, like when, when they announced Cody Rhodes for the rumble, they said he wasn't even cleared yet. I was like, okay, he's definitely about to be like late, like 29, 30, like we can get him in and out. Like he actually did more than I expected. Well, for see, him that to was that was our original theory uh, as it was going on. It's like they're probably saving Cody for 30 so he doesn't have to work that much, and then he can kind of have two more months of rehab to get, get him to Mania. But then he ended up working basically a 15-minute a TV match with, with Gunther. Yeah, they, was, beat, they beat the hell they out beat of each other. I mean, the match, yeah. that from, from the two of them being left in the ring and their, their sort of little match at the, end of the sh at the end of the Royal Rumble match, that was awesome. Uh, don't get me wrong. I thought Cody's an incredible performer. Gunther's an incredible performer. I love that they were the last two in the ring. I loved the finish. I loved all of it. It just was. It just felt underwhelming because Cody's moment should have been so much bigger. But again, as we said, the, the vignettes hurt it. But I agree with you. Um, that was certainly on our minds of like maybe they're they're going to put him in at thirty, get him a quick win. And then he doesn't have to wrestle against Mania, but it mm -hmm. certainly seems like he's ready to work. Yeah. Especially after watching that, it definitely seems like he's good to go. And that's good. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Um, you know, a, bit, a part of me, when, when the match ended, he climbs up to the second turnbuckle and I saw like he had a bruise right here on the pack. And I, I turned to Andrew. I was he hurt again. I was like, he hurt himself again. Oh no, he hurt himself. He ruined the whole thing. This this piece of garbage. What's he doing? Um, and I, I think it's probably it's probably just a welt from being chopped to the high heavens by Gunther. But uh, uh, I, that part of I'm all, every time he gets in the ring now, I'm going to be worried that like the whole thing is well, going to be ruined up until Mania. It's like me watching the Eagles. Anytime somebody touches Jalen Hurts, I think, oh god, here it is. His shoulder's done. <laughs> Shout out to the Eagles. Let's get a big win tomorrow. Salute. I got Eagles money line tomorrow. Please, Jalen Hurts, don't let me down. That's my guy right there. Let's go. Um, Did anything else in the Rumble uh, hit oh, you? Oh, I thought Zach had a, Zach had a great um, observation while we were watching it, which is like, that. I mean, clearly a winner of the match 
was um, the Judgment Day. I mean, they really spotlighted the Judgment Day, uh, whether you like them or not. Clearly, WWE likes them because they, they in both Rumble matches, really, with Rhea winning the win. There you go. Thank you, Bruce. Uh, with Rhea winning the Women's Royal Rumble and the Judgment Day being basically the through line throughout the entire men's match. I mean, they were the clear, like, non-winner winner of, of the match. Well, I don't know if I'm getting worked or not, but... Uh... I was like enough already with the Judgment Day. The whole Rumble was Judgment Day. The, yeah, it was the whole the whole Rumble except for like I guess um, there's always a theme, you know. It's like Kane, you know, eliminates twelve guys and they talk about it. This was this was by far this was the Judgment Day Royal Rumble besides it, obviously the finish and, and the Brock segment in the Rumble, which I think was important too. Right, and also the high, you know, the high spot. With oh, with, with Logan, Logan. Paul. that was the spot of the night. Yeah, that was pretty. Dope. Yeah, right there. there. You guys are. Quick with it. My goodness. Oh. I'm impressed Lord. with the production value. Coming from TV, I'm very impressed by you guys. <laughs> I will tell you, this this spot, and for those of you who are not watching or just listening, the spot with Logan Paul and Ricochet doing the springboard double clothesline in the center of the ring, I tell you now, that spot will be in video packages for years to come. Yeah. That is going to become that's, an iconic That's, that's the new Hardys, uh, Edging Christian. Oh, hanging from the briefcase. Spear off the, off the briefcase. Oh, not the It's uh, the, the titles, right? Yeah. I missed that's the, that's the Carmelo Hayes and Ricochet spot. They ran it back with... Um, with did they with, do that? Logan Paul. Are we out of the loop here? Who did it better, Hayes or uh, Logan Paul? And it was it was it was both done great in both in both instances. I'm, I was I, frankly I was surprised. Look, I mean, how do you tear your ACL and get back for the Royal Rumble? Oh, dude, tell the Braun thing. Yeah, well, it's the Braun no, thing. Different. He's on the he's on the canvas. Oh, there was a great moment. <laughs> if you, sorry, there's a great moment if you run if you if you watch back the high spot where they collide in midair and uh, Braun, who's on the mat, supposed to be selling. He's like down and like, and then they they collide in midair and he just goes. Like he, <laughs> he, he he sat up and like sort of broke uh, yeah broke kayfabe for a minute. He wanted to get a look at the spot. <laughs> it, it's pretty cool if, if you watch it back, Braun. You know he was like all of us, like yo. I will tell you that he was not controlling his narrative in the yeah. moment. <laughs> oh, not at all. No way. Is uh is it is it safe to say Logan Paul is built for this man? My, my brother here, he he's a Logan Paul uh, denier. Logan I'm not. Denier. I'm not. We have to. We have to stop that too. We have to stop that because that's not what I was saying. So, he, he looked okay. Jack too. I mean, his he is a great I physique. Mean, he needs a tan. He took a, yeah. He needs a tan. <laughs> he took off the jacket. You could. He's vascular in the in the bicep. God damn right. Vascular. What? My God, the abs. Um, swimmer's body. <laughs> Um, he's great. I, I, you know, you can hate him all you want, like lots of people do, but I mean, he's just awesome in the ring. GP legend. That's right, Steven. Don't Thanks, Bullock. Listen, um, I'm all for it. I have no, I, I, you know, there's certain celebrities that work in WWE and you roll your eyes. He's certainly not one of them. I mean, he's an athletic, he, he's a, he's an athletic savant. They've done well with these guys recently, him and the, and Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Bunny's another one. I mean, you could say the same thing about Bad Bunny. Is he built for it? Certainly seems like it. Yeah, I think so. You know, it's funny. We were watching. Um, what was it? I think it was like the 2003 Royal Rumble. Was it 2003 or 2001? We were watching 2001 Royal Rumble, I think. And Drew Carey came out. Right. And I was like, 
I was like, look at Drew Carey, just good for nothing. Like you're not even you're not gonna do a, like a Canadian destroyer or nothing. I was like, come on. I was like, these these new guys, you got Logan Paul, Bad Bunny, they're at least mixing it up in the ring, doing something. Yeah. You look back at the old guys, it was like, all right, like, come uh, on. Snoop and AEW. Drew right. Drew Carey, not even the best wrestling appearance by a Price's Right host. Yeah. Yeah. Read Ryan Dorks' book. Who else from the Price's Right was on there? Bob when, Barker. When Bob they were Barker. doing the guest host Get, era. The guest yeah. host gimmick. Bob Barker was the best. And such a great angle with, with Chris Brian. Jericho. That's worth a rewatch. If you, you haven't seen that in a minute. You should buy Brian Gortz's book and read the chapter on Bob Barker. I forgot. Clean about Bob. Phenomenal. It's crazy, too, because I got the music right here. That's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys make anything out of uh, Logan Paul eliminating Seth Rollins? Oh yeah, that's that's your match at Mania, probably. Okay, I, I, because I thought it was just me. Like, I no, no, no. I mean, there were a lot of moments in the match where you were just like, "Well, that's set up for a Mania match," you know, like Brock and Gunter. Like, come on, like, here, take my take my paycheck. Let's go, you know. Um, obviously, the Rollins and the, the Rollins moment. So, you know that that's kind of the fun of of watching the Rumble matches is. is prognosticating like what sort of like tea leaves they drop for you on what matches are going to be made at mania. But it certainly looks like those two for sure. I don't know if I'm forgetting one, but those two stick out. I, I think it's good question by Daniel though. If anyone actually legitimately likes Logan Paul, um, I think that you have no choice at this point, but to respect Logan Paul. I mean, he's a real hateable guy, a real punchable face, but, uh, uh, he's just been so phenomenal in the ring. There's no denying this guy's talent. I want to see him work. I'd like to see him get his ass beat. I'd also like to see him work. Um, but yeah, to Andrew's point, a lot of telegraphing moments like that for Mania. I think that, you know, the, the rumor is, has been for a while, I don't know if you've talked about it on previous episodes of the show, but Cena and, and Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's been floating around in the rumor mill. So is, are think, they switching? But if you think about Seth Rollins' position in the company, there's not really much for him right now because he's not in the world title picture, not really in the intercontinental title picture, he's not really in the U.S. title picture, though he's tangentially, you know, in it with Lashley and, and um, what's his name? Um, with uh, Austin Theory. Austin Theory. A-Town. So, so what bigger match could you give Rollins, who deserves to be, you know, in one of the marquee matches, than to give him the big celebrity match. Right. True. True. That makes a lot of sense. Um, it kinda, another, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it kind of me being a Seth Rollins fan. It kind of hurts, man, because it's like this guy. I feel like he's been he's been busting himself yeah. for the last year or so, and you know what I'm saying. I, he deserves a you know what I'm saying to be in some title picture. But in the celeb matches, that's a good check also. Yeah, in every interview he gives, I mean, he talks about, like, what else do I have to do? Like, put you know, get, give me the ball. I, w- I want the ball. So um, it'd be cool. But I, I also think that that match is also a show of respect of, like, you know, you're, you're the guy who can handle this for us. The match that's going to get all the mainstream uh, focus, all the mainstream headlines, it's going to be Seth Rollins' name. You know, USA Today and – and page six aren't going to be talking about Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. They're going to be talking about what Seth Rollins does to Logan Paul. Right. That's a fact. Um, big shout out to all the people watching right now on YouTube, man. Hit the thumbs up, hit the likes, all of that good stuff, man. Shouts out to everybody tuned in. 
Um, one more thing before we move on from this Royal Rumble match. I got one thing because there was this big signee that came back to the company and he entered early on in the Royal Rumble and how he was eliminated and his time in the match. It didn't sit well with me, man. This is a lot of people, a lot of people think this guy has high praise in the company and everything. It's some, it's some potential there um, with Karrion Cross. How do you guys feel about Karrion Cross's return? His, showing out in this rumble how do you guys feel about that i'm not carrying cross guy he's a snooze alert to me he's <laughs> uh, there's a um epidemic in wrestling of like these uh nondescript dark characters that like they're dark for no reason and i put carrying cross in that category we have no idea that any sort of backstory of why he's dark and brooding and he feasts on pain like, it's just all so cliche. There's so many dudes like that, and I think he gets lost in the shuffle. There's nothing truly – I mean, I'm going to get so much heat for this, but he's true. Uh, he's truly unspecial to me. Um, he's got a cool entrance, and that's about it. Not all of his doing. I mean, he's been placed in some pretty bad uh, booking situations in terms of how he was debuted on the main roster and then leaving the company and then coming back, but then coming back to, like, not really doing anything of of major importance and he's been stuck in this Rey Mysterio storyline for our, for what seems like six months uh so I'm not the biggest fan I still think they could I still think they could turn it around with him but I just have a problem with this sort of um undefined dark characters it's like let's have one on the roster not seven or eight I, I get what Andrew's saying I wouldn't go quite as far as he does um, well, I, I think what, that's why I'm not welcomed back in a lot of uh, officials. <laughs> well, look, I, I just used to work for .com. What do I know? But I think that he, it, it's a great act. It's a fantastic act. But I think I agree with Andrew that once the once the camera goes from the black and white back to back to color, I think it loses something. It's it's a great camera effect. The entrance is great. Um, the the star of the duo is is Scarlet, and I think the first person that would admit that is probably Karrion Cross himself. Um, but, uh, but sh I mean, she's fantastic. I think that you, I, I wouldn't say I'm not a huge fan of Karrion Cross in general, but uh, so there was a comment that popped up just a moment ago that said he needs a rework. I would agree with that. I think it doesn't even need that much of a re rework. Change his look a little bit. Mr. Ray, yeah, I, I agree with Mr. I Ray there. I, I think that shave your head. The, uh, the, the the normal white guy hair is not working for you if you're a crazy dark maniac. You shave your head, do something crazy. This is what we talk about. Guys need to get, change their hair, change their facial Ch hair. Change get your hair. G give me, and I think when he's in the ring, we need to see a little bit more viciousness. Let's see him growl his teeth a little bit more. A little bit. <laughs> see, I want none of that. I'm over that. The teeth grinding, the jet, the jaw thing. I say, bring over. back Snitsky. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> You're going too far. You're going Let, too far. Let me. I just want to on 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 the topic of disappointing uh, performances in the Rumble. I will say I hated the booking of Montez 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 Ford. I mean, he's the new Kofi. I mean, he's the most athletic guy in the company. You know, maybe one A below um, Ricochet, and he was in the match for. 30 seconds. It's just, what a wasted opportunity to not do something fun with Montez. 
and they yeah. threw him. They threw him right out in front of Bianca's parents and everything. So he just <laughs> yeah, it's awful. It's awful. I mean, <laughs> hey, really? That's you? You yes. serious? Um, yes. But but we got but we got forty minutes of Johnny Gargano. Like, come on, guys. You, you got Montez, who's like a future main eventer, and and he's in and out. Oh my God, you're you're talking Dipperstein's language right now. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but he, uh, uh, he he looked like a million <laughs> bucks, though. He looked like a million bucks. I thought Dawkins looked great too. Dawkins hit some fantastic offense in the match. He's, he's yeah. much improved. Yeah, he's been he's been great. Most improved wrestler of the year, maybe. Definitely, I think so. He's like Brandon Graham, uh, I comeback just, player of the year. Somebody said, "Did we cover Kofi?" Not nah, they. They did Kofi kind. Of, I don't even want to say they did Kofi dirty. He just went. I don't know what to say about <laughs> Kofi. It was just to me. It was a, a pretty funny spot. <laughs> like I don't know what he was trying to do, but I think the the Kofi spot thing, man. We don't. I don't think we need it anymore. We've I feel seen like there was some uh, some pauses being thrown out across the country. Man, look, <laughs> the Kofi. Uh, man. Go ahead, but, go ahead. Yeah, th th those were my thoughts. I, I was disappointed in how they, they handled somebody as athletic as Montez. Ultimately, the decision, the, 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 the uh, outcome of the match is fine. The last sort of uh, eight-minute match with Gunther and, and Cody was great. I just, you know, but overall, I felt like the vignettes just really hurt the surprise and the, and the cool factor of the match. Man, oh, okay. I, I just want to pivot because you, you said something. You just said cool factor. And I think the, the match after this was the Mountain Dew pitch black match. What did you guys think? Shouts shout to our dog Manny, who's uh, Thank you. He, he was on deck with the uh, the Mountain Dew. But boy, that I even a laser tag. My boy right here said it was a laser tag match. They gave us the laser tag joint. Huh? It felt like uh, felt like Naomi sneakers were sponsoring that match. <laughs> sure. That I don't even know what to say about that okay, match. Here, you guys can settle a debate we've been having in the uh, Jew World Order text chain, which is that uh, I like LA Knight. As think, do I. Yeah, I think he has a lot of potential, but there are those who think that he's trash. And uh, he doesn't bring much to the table, and that uh, he's a cheap stone cold ripoff. What say you? I believe. Are you talking about Dip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh um, man, look. I, me personally, I like LA Knight. I think he's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. When he was yeah. um, when he was on NXT, I felt like he had the PC rocking. Even now, I think he's carrying. I thought he was carrying the feud with um with Bray Wyatt. I still Talk think he's me. carrying that feud with Bray Wyatt. Yeah. I, I personally, I am not a Bray Wyatt guy. I like he's not. I don't want to say he's not bad. I, I'm a lead with love. Okay, I love Bray Wyatt, the person, good guy, probably a great guy. Bray Wyatt, the character, and all everything in between. I just I don't like the mysterious. Yeah. Well, the, we just talked about that with Karen Cross, and obviously. He's presented much better, but it's still a lot of undefined nonsense uh, coming out of his mouth every week, you know, meandering promos, word soup, if you will. And I also thought the end with uh, with Uncle Hardy, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Hardy, yeah, you're right. Uncle Howdy, Howdy he, didn't, he didn't even <laughs> land on L.A. Night. He didn't At even all. land on him. That was worse than an AEW high spot. <laughs> I think with that match... And the Alexa Bliss match, which I'm sure we'll get to. 
I was expecting more plot. Mm. I was expecting some kind of resolution or next step of the story. I feel like we got nothing. It yeah. was more of the same. Enough already. I'm getting bored of it. What it who, what is going on with uh, Dr. Howdy? And <laughs> look, the uncle could, he could I have guess. a medical degree. Uh, it, I mean, it was cool. A lot of good visuals. They probably got a nice check from Mountain Dew. Well, that's that's the one thing I would say about that match but, is Mazel Tov to yeah. WWE's ad sales team. Yeah, kudos to the integrated marketing <laughs> team at WWE for getting they, that bag. They got the bag. Mount, that was that was egregious though, kind of like it was Mountain Dew was like shining in the middle of the ring. It was just a big Mountain Dew logo. I was like, all right, come on. What man. was more egregious, the here? pitch black Mountain Dew match or RoboCop in WCW? <laughs> it might be that Mountain Dew match. I'm not gonna lie to you. Then we we just seen Austin Theory had the Beyblade ad for his entrance like a few months ago. I, I just think it's so strange that Bray Wyatt was this like coveted free agent return. This like feather in Triple H's cap, that, like oh, it's the Triple H regime. He's he's the one who could bring Bray back. Bray comes back to so much fanfare, and the first thing they put him in of any consequence is like this sticky, uh, you know, gimmick match with a sponsor attached to it. it just felt so strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and just on the LA Night tip, I just think he's what. I, look, I, I don't. I think his name stinks. I think his finish stinks. A lot of times his facial hair stinks. But he can talk, bro. Like, how many dudes on the roster can't even just feel like, bad, you know, bad improv actors, you know, reciting bullet points. And that this guy comes out, and he's natural, and he's got cadence, and he's got flow, and he's got repetition, and he's, and he's trying out – and, and, he, and, and he's got resonance. And it's just like – I, you know, I'm. I look up to my TV screen anytime he comes on because I know it's like Mr. Kennedy 2.0. It's just like you don't have to like him, but like he's going to do something that's going to catch your attention. He's going to say something that's going to catch your attention. Yeah, <laughs> he's also older, so I think he's been observing more. He, I think he maybe quote unquote gets it a little bit more. So I think he he knows how to come off as not this uh, yeah. you know um, uh, the stagnant speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like him quite a bit. Um, I, I, you don't, you don't, you don't have to be a main eventer. I think that's what gets lost a lot of the time. You don't have to have the talent of a main eventer a good to be an entertaining act. He's a good hand on the mic. You don't always have to be a good hand made, in the ring. I made this point in the in the text chain, which is like, he's a mid, he's a very good mid card heel that will make the babyface work to get over, as opposed to just getting over because by default because you're a babyface. You know what I'm saying? Like he's anybody that works with LA Knight is going to have to hang with him on the mic, which is all automatically going to make them better at what they're trying to get across. And so for that reason, you know, I'm all for a guy like LA Knight strictly because his mic skills are so much farther along than a good portion of the roster. No, I, I would definitely have to agree. Like, you asked about L.A. Knight, and I feel the same way. I just feel like it was too soon for him. Like they, he had, he was just coming off the male models thing, and then it just he jumps right into this. And I feel like the casual viewer didn't have a chance to like. It's just L.A. Knight now. He's just L.A. Knight. We don't know much. I feel like the casual viewer don't know much. Like he just jumped from that to this. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's well, 
and the booking didn't do him any justice either. Like, cause just like, who is this guy? He's just in a program with Bray Wyatt. Like, it, it was a very strange jump, very yeah. strange jump for Bray and for LA Knight. Um, the whole thing, yeah, the whole thing is pretty crazy. But again, as a lot of the the commenters have been saying, is like LA Knight carried that story because. I, you know, Bray, again, Bray is all over the place. I don't know that they've figured out exactly what to do with him yet. Um, I like the real, the more realist, real, realistic presentation of Bray now. Um, but again, there's just like a lot of gibberish that yeah. ultimately like doesn't land for me. Can can we can we say one thing though about this whole Bray Wyatt act? And I may be, it might just be me. Like, if we're going to have Bray Wyatt do this, can we just keep Bray Wyatt in the facing the L.A. Knights, the Dolph Ziggler's, the Mad Cat Mosses of the world instead of bringing this act to the main event? Or is that just me? Like, I, I like this. He can do all of what he wants, the little goofiness and all of that. Cool. Like, just don't take that to the main event. And I feel like that's when it gets way too goofy in the main yeah. event. I, I don't think about it so much as keeping him in the mid card. I just think about keeping him siloed. He's a special yeah. attraction. He's an attraction, right? You know, you don't want to compare him to Undertaker, but in the way that after Taker had his title reigns, he didn't need the title because right. his character, you know, it, tra you know, it transcended. That's the word I was looking for. It transcended, it transcended being in the title picture. Yeah. So I think Bray can be this special attraction, like Zach said, and you know, help make some baby, help elevate some baby faces to, again, hang with him. Yeah, man, I feel the same way. I feel the same exact way, man. As, as far as uh, Uncle Howdy goes and all the mysteriousness, we don't need it, man. I'm good. I said it before on the show. Bray Wyatt, Uncle Howdy, sayonara. I don't need you guys, man. I'm good off y'all. Um, I don't even really care who it is at this point. Me <laughs> uh, Word. He just basically did a coffin drop and didn't land on L.A. night. And then there was fire. Like, why did fire come out? Oh, brother. That's that's a deeper, darker criminal link, man. We okay. we could stay here all night to just break. I, can't. I got two kids and I'm passing <laughs> time. Hey, well, we, we're going to move along. Before we, we hit our next uh, match, let's pay a bill real quick and come right back, man. Of course we got a sponsor you know what i'm saying make every moment more with sports betting new users get 150 dollars in free bets when they bet five dollars through the playoffs use fandor america's number one sports book yeah you dig we're back good job guys we're here with andrew goldstein zach linda fellas we appreciate you guys you know what i'm saying i know it's late and I appreciate you guys staying up and rock with us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, no, that's fine. A Andrew's got two kids. I got my baby shower tomorrow with my wife. Zach's got one on the way. Let's shout out to Zach. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Yeah, Thank you. If anybody wants to babysit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was after the the blackout match? I believe it was the ladies match, right? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't watch much of it, full disclosure. Hey, I mean, we're here now. I'll be honest. To me, and I love Bianca Belair. I think Alexa Bliss is cool, but to me, I felt like this match. I don't. I don't want to call it trash, but I. It was. I'll say it was lackluster. I didn't. 
I wasn't really paying attention to this match. I knew what was going to happen. To me, I felt like this could have been on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Well, I, I was keeping an eye on it just for plot sake, as I was saying yeah. before. Are they going to do something with uh, with Uncle I, Howdy? I figure that you, you're doing Bray and Alexa back-to-back. You're going to have a culmination of the story that they've been teasing for weeks on end here. And we had nothing. All yeah. we had was, oh, thanks, because of – and uh, we, um, we, we didn't get any of that. And um, – it needed it. Um, so I think we were both watching, you know, out of our periphery vision while we were um, having seconds of our uh, baked gnocchi and uh, pepperoni pizza. But uh, <laughs> um, just your pronunciation of gnocchi. Just, you don't like gnocchi? How do you say it? Gnocchi. How do you guys say it? No, I say gnocchi. 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 Okay. I did it all for the gnocchi. I just think that uh, <laughs> Bianca Belair is running out of opponents. Yeah. Like, who haven't we seen her? We've seen her face everybody, right? Yeah, they. I mean, they've been keeping her away from from Rhea for so long. It's, it's about that well, time. That's I mean, we can combine it and just like I love that they're they're putting the company behind Rhea Ripley because you know they put her in such trash storylines for so long. They made her do comedy when it was just like, what are you doing? Like, why are you making her a, a com- you know like a a throwaway comedy performer? But it's like those those hoops that that Vince sort of used to make wrestlers jump through before he could take them seriously is like let's see them like eat shit. Sorry, can I curse on this? Let's make them eat shit for a couple months before I, you know, give them the ball. We've seen it so many times before, and he did it with and he did it with Rhea Ripley, and now we're seeing Rhea Ripley actually get to be sort of the badass that she is, and it's I mean she. She owns it, man. Like it, it's believable with her, and uh, I was psyched to see her win the, the the women's rumble. I thought the finish to the women's rumble was badass, right? With the with the way she eliminated uh, best finish to a men's or women's royal rumble. I remember in quite some time. Yeah. Uh, it was a hurricane runner, right? Yeah. Well, she was hanging from the ropes, which she hung there for a very long time. Very strong, and then she pulled. Uh, Live Morgan over the top rope. Yeah, so I'm just I'm a big fan of Rhea Ripley. I think her look is different. I think she's clearly, you know, a freak in terms of like physical uh, presence compared to the rest of the roster. And uh, she cuts a good promo, so I'm all for it. That's I think that's the money is 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 Rhea versus Bianca. Um, I'd like to see how they get there. That's the match. Rio versus Bianca is the match because you've had Bianca being, you know, uh, nonstop going over all year long, right? They built her back up from losing the title to Becky in uh, Las Vegas a couple of years ago. Now she's, you know, the I know our friends at Cheap Pete like to say that she's the new John Cena, right? But um, Rhea is right there. I mean, uh, that's the match, I think. No, no, it, it it better be the match. It it better be the match. Rhea, you want to stay away from Charlotte Flair. We learned this. Yeah, yeah. Stay away <laughs> from Charlotte Flair, Rhea. Well, yeah. I, we've seen that, right? That's been, happened before. Been yeah. there, done that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Charlotte's I, another one. Who's, she's faced pretty much everybody. There's not much else for her to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm a I'm I'm big into Rhea. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm I'm definitely happy she won the rumble. I f- felt like honestly she was the most deserving, and I, I f- honestly I felt like she, besides her being the obvious pick to win the rumble, it's like she 
she deserves this the most, man. That like, was it. Yeah, she. Who she, else is gonna win that you were just? Like, did you where did you guys like the Nia Jax return? I loved it. I did. I loved it. I, but you know, I'm, I'm out the, on Nia Jax I'm for a Nia Jax reasons man. though. Yeah, for real. I'm, I'm a Nia Jax man though. You feel me? A Nia Jax stand, if you will. I, I love Nia Jax. Love me some big fine, but. <laughs> I love. I'm not gonna argue with that, but you know, look, we all know that Nia, Nia Jax is a great guy, but <laughs> I think that there have been talks for many years now about her not being as safe in the ring. You can you can teach that. Uh, hopefully, well, she has improved. Oh yeah, we're, we're we got the press conference um, on in the background. She's just a strange bird, like in her real life, in terms of some of the things that she said and some of the stances that she's taken. So I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest fan. But uh, I mean, again, she was a surprise, which is more than I can say for the men's rumble. So in that regard, you know, shout out to Nia Jax. What, what I would say is, after you listen to this podcast, turn it off and go find the episode that she did with uh renee young and we we love we we love renee young renee paquette whatever you want to call her one of the one of the greatest guys there is uh, i lost a lot i will admit i lost a lot of respect for naya listening to that interview um she says some outlandish things yeah i'm not on board with a lot of stuff she said we don't have to go into the details here but i just think that there are there's a lot of talented women in wwe right now and and she doesn't need to take the spotlight away from one i like the uh dropping of the name Dewdrop. I enjoyed. We got Piper Niven. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Chelsea Green, with the they 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 treated her like they treated her husband. That was fun. <laughs> that was they got her. I when you know for a second I was like, man, I they, I think they did Chelsea filthy, and then I was like, you know what, I'm wrong. No, they didn't. People you remember it. <laughs> You did exactly what you're supposed to do with Chelsea Green. The quickest and, uh, again, uh, Mazel Tov to the integrated marketing people at WWE because you got that that Street Fighter. Uh, is that what it was? Street Fighter with mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Look, I'll be honest. I'm not much of a gamer. Haven't been since uh, I don't know in 64 days. That's when my gaming days ended. But when Michael Cole said to me like, "You may notice that Zelina Vega is dressed up like so and so from." Street Fighter Six. Oh, how how can I miss it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, my new. The moment I saw. They her. need to bring back Glacier if they're going to do a Street Fighter integration. Facts. Oh, Let's bring oh. back Glacier for real. Yo, Michael Cole. He had the puns too in the whole commentary. Like he was, he, he was, he was Did killing. You guys catch the bank, the banger, the banger bros. Yes. <laughs> where he goes, I'll subscribe to that. Yes. <laughs> that was that was fire. I thought that was that was the joke of the night. I feel, were like Cole, point. I feel like Michael Cole got like got his mojo back. When he saw Pat come out, he was like, oh, man, he was like, I'm lit. I got my he boy made, back. Look, here. Whether you like Pat or you don't like Pat, he made, he, he, he makes Michael Cole a better announcer. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, all right. So then we had that musical performance, which honestly was one of – it's like a top five cringe moment in WWE history. It was pretty awful. The, the little-known – Third Hardy brother. I just <laughs> when I saw them come back from commercial and the ring ropes were off and the band and the music equipment, the the monitors and the speakers were in the ring. I was like, guys, it is too late to be putting. Uh, I'll, I'll use shoemakers like cousin Cracker 
on uh, <laughs> nephew cracker. Nephew cracker, he said. Here, um, I, I won't Shouts use to shoemaker. I won't use the joke I wrote, but I just that was so bad, just really, really so bad, and it took up valuable time that made the paper you made the premium live event go instead of end at midnight it ended at 12 30 mostly because of that 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 performance and then it's like now they got to go to commercial they got to put the ring ropes back up they got to get the band equipment out of there the whole deal so um just as it, i don't think it was very good fan service to put that music performance where they put it and they couldn't cut it because you can't invite yeah. party to your show and then say sorry buddy we're, we're cut yeah. for time we're going long that, that's an undroppable in the format i don't know if the show was timed for four four and a half hours or if something went long or someone well, someone's head is going to roll tomorrow i don't it's know it's a very hard it's a very hard event to book because you have two hour long matches you have two 60 minute basically you know uh the rumble matches are both going to be in the 60 minute range and then it's like you got to give the other matches the time that they're due you're going to have a main event singles match but like it was overkill with i think to what you said which was that obviously bianca and alexa could have could have been a, a match that was done on raw and it didn't need to be on, on the royal rumble show there's one thing i have to say to that hardy performance and that is delete <laughs> there you go oh i got something for that do i gotta yes. i gotta I kind of I wanted it because I know um, Andrew, you you were a showrunner, so it's like how do you backstage like what's going on when like you're overtime, and you know what I'm saying like people are doing like what what is the the talk? A lot happening? of chaos. Um, they're retiming the show during commercial breaks. They're deciding, you know, taking a 18 minute match and cutting it down to seven. You know, plus entrances. I've definitely seen it happen. We've all seen it happen. I mean, just in the last pay per view, they had that the 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 cage match was cut to just the angle, right? Not the pay per view. The uh, on Raw this past oh, Monday. Yeah, on, on, right on, on Raw. 30. Sorry, on Raw thirty, they cut the, they cut the entire match because the the uh, the trial went so long. They cut the whole match. They just did the the heat angle and got out. So that that's basically it's it's like SNL, where Lauren says, you know, this eight minute sketch is now four. So go cut four minutes out of your baby. It's not easy. It sucks for the wrestlers too because they yes, they, so they, they have a whole match worked out. They got to decide like, all right, well, we got to go to the finish right after this. You know. That's kind of I feel like that's kind of how I felt about the um the Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns match. But I feel like it ended just kind of abrupt with the, you know what I'm saying, just a spare kind of out of nowhere. And then... Well, they did the two spots on the stairs, which were on the steps part of the stairs, not the flat edge, which was supposed to tell us that, like, you know, we never see that. It's a brutal-looking spot. I honestly don't know how you take it and it not hurt. Mm -hmm. So right. to take two of those and then come back, you know, will yourself get yourself back in the ring and then take a spear it's believable that it, it would end and there would be no kick out and obviously they had a lot to do post-match and then during the match itself you had the chair spot where sammy hesitates Heyman gets mad at sammy looks at him by the way Heyman's facials it's it's not groundbreaking to say how awesome paul is 
but oh my goodness, the, um, every I mean, show he delivers and the, and the look he gives Sammy when Sammy hesitates to <laughs> look, at, look at Paul on the apron there. What a face, right? What a, what a punim on him. That's a forbidden punim if I ever saw one, huh? Um, the, it was just, I mean, the best version of, of soap operas. That's what we were getting. I mean, it was every, everything good about a soap opera, um, for WWE to be able to pull it off and not, not, not one part of it be cringe. It's just like applause to them, applause to them for long-term story, long-term storytelling, um, I think, you know, Zach pointed out, it's like, can you think of another heel faction that had a baby face in it where like the fans chose one person in the heel faction and were cheering them while booing the rest of the, the faction? It's pretty unprecedented. It's honestly storyline of the year, um, to, to say the least. My, my, keeping, my, keeping the title on Roman this long and making it mean something is something fans have been begging for for years it's like stop stop trading the title um so just all around kudos i mean you know uh, credit where credit's due kudos to wwe um all around on on the the bloodline storyline and where it's going and, and how they advanced it tonight look i've been i've been watching wrestling nearly weekly since fall of 1992. i do not remember a storyline that is this nuanced and layered yeah. Um, and yeah, we we couldn't think of another faction, a heel faction that had a baby face in it. Obviously, the NWO over time organically went from heels to baby faces collectively, and you had the Wolfpack split. But I think that's entirely different. Um, this has a baby face embedded into a heel faction. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, so layered, so nuanced. They can. They've got the crowd in the palm of their hands. The crowd thinks that they're dictating the show, but that's not what's going on. Everyone who's watching this is being worked. Everything that is on screen is very carefully planned out. Yeah. And pretty, it, props I, to the creative team and whoever's booking this, whether it's Triple H or whomever else, um, is doing just a, a fantastic job. And looking forward to seeing what happens in Montreal next month. I think we're all looking forward to seeing. The stars are aligning for Elimination Chamber in Montreal, that's for sure. Absolutely. 100%. I couldn't look like you said, child to whoever is writing this story, booking this thing. Honestly, when I see the bloodline come out, I don't even the, the matches are a plus. It's a bonus. But the story they're telling is is really like a movie damn near. So, hey, I think I think in the comments, because oh, is right on the pop that Sammy got after the chair shot was serious. I mean, it was uh, it's I mean, it's right up there with Sammy Zayn getting slammed by Wee Man. I mean, I, I'm not even joking about that. That's one of the biggest pops I've heard in the last, mm -hmm. you know, in 10 years probably, in WWE at least. And and that pop went, you know, when he when he decides to to hit Roma with the chair. I mean, it was huge. It was old school. It was old school heat. Um, I loved it. Look, in in kayfabe world, R Roman's doing something wrong when he keeps getting his back hit with a steel chair. Second time now, and two like two iconic moments, right? So he's doing something wrong. Maybe right. th third time is the charm, and he'll learn his lesson. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, but uh, biggest pop I've ever. Heard, this is a little bit of a tangent. I just I have to say this quick story from my days working at .com. I was covering the uh, the WrestleMania uh, when Cesaro won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, 
It was the first Andre the Giant Battle Royal, I believe. And Big Show was running his mouth about he was the second coming of Andre the Giant. And it was his destiny to win that thing. And if you remember, Cesaro won it by scoop slamming Andre and taking him over the top rope. Just that brute strength that Cesaro has. Who did I say? Andre. Andre. Oh, my God. I meant Big Show. Yeah, pardon me. It's Freudian slip. Um, I have the, the biggest pop I heard in the, in the, in the three and a half years I worked in that newsroom was that moment. Absolutely incredible. And, and nothing really happened with Cesaro after that. He became the king of swing very briefly, but he had a, he had a moment to become over right there. But, um, tangent, I'm sorry. No, it's cool. Uh, it's only one thirty in the morning. Um, <laughs> we, yeah. So I, just that whole, uh, last however long it was eight minutes after the match was just it was perfection it's why it's why you stay up late it's why it's why we all stick with wrestling through the bat through the the, the tough cringe times because you know at some point you're gonna they're gonna you know the bell curve it's gonna go back up and, and we're gonna get something that that makes i mean i talk about it all the time it's a holy shit moment and that's what you live for that's what wrestling that's what wrestling is built on that the four major sports can only hope to have a few happen organically. Wrestling is in the business of producing holy shit moments. And so, and that was certainly one of them. Agreed. And this, this moment heading into, you know, uh, Elimination Chamber, Road to WrestleMania, this is, this is the way to kick it off, man. I was telling my girlfriend, I was basically like trying to explain to my girlfriend, like, Cause she's she's kind of new into wrestling. Like she would watch it here and there, but like I'm kind of explaining to her like what the Royal Rumble is and leading up to WrestleMania. So I'm like, this is kind of like the start of playoffs. Like if I had to equate it to anything, yeah. this is the playoffs right here. Hundred percent. round, and if we starting off like this. A chair shot to the back of Roman Reigns. We we starting red hot. So I'm not look honestly. I I think you're dead on, and I also I'm not even trying to sort of think about what where they're going because i this story is so good i just want to sit back and watch it i'm not even i mean i'm not even trying to to uh fantasy book it because i i just want to they've done me rights the whole way the whole way so far i just want to see where they take it um and it just may you know obviously there's going to be a lot at wrestlemania but that i'm certainly looking forward to where they're going with roman and sammy and kevin and the usos I think the one thing that if we are going to predict anything, though, I think the one thing we can say at this point is pretty definitively we're not getting Dwayne in oh, Hollywood. I was just about to bring that up because, you know, to close it out, I was like, what What are your thoughts on The Rock not showing up? I think it's a shame. I think that um, just as the stars are aligning for Sammy and Kevin in Montreal, I thought the same was going on for our boy Rocky in Hollywood. I don't think it's happening. I think if he's not showing up at the Rumble to build to something, um, then we're getting something else at WrestleMania, and it's probably going to be Cody Rhodes. Um, and I, I, look, I have no problem with that, but I would have liked to see something happen with that match. I think that match can still happen without a title. You can still do Roman Rock for the head of the Samoan dynasty uh-huh. um, and have it not be a title match. Um, but it certainly would have put the cherry on top of a reign for Roman. Yeah. Um, that's, to beating beating the final boss, so to speak. I just think we're getting something yeah. different now. It's a good video game reference. That, that story, I mean, it writes itself. To, for Rock to come back and be like, you keep saying you're the head of the table. Well, like, I, I built the table. The, the table's mine. 
uh, and go from there. Um, it's a shame we're not going to get it. But, you know, last time Rock came back, he, you know, tore up both of his legs and, you know, screwed up production on a couple of movies he was working on. So I think <laughs> there's a lot of money involved that, uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons why Rock is probably saying, th- you know, thanks, but I can't, I can't do it. I got too much on the, I got too much at stake. Yeah, Hobbs, Hobbs and Shore 4 is in production, man. I'm sorry. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what about... um? Now I may I could be tripping, but this also this these are my thoughts. Shouts to KP. This is my producer's thoughts. He said, "What if they run back Jay and Roman again? Jay Jay and Roman Part Two. I think we'll certainly get that. Now I don't know if it's going to be at Mania, but I think that's certainly going to be something that we get again yeah. in a different way. Now that there's so much more backstory, I think it's more likely that we get Sammy J versus Jimmy Solo." That feels like the stronger match for me because it's not really about the uh, animosity between Roman and Jay. It's more about the bond between Sammy yeah, and the, Jay. The breakup of the brothers, and now you have you, now you have Solo to take that spot, so it, it can be a tag and keep Roman out of it. Just they got to figure out what what they're doing with Kevin in that case because I thought eventually we were going to get Kevin and Sammy taking the titles off the Usos. Obviously, yeah. that's not happening now, but you have to do something with those tag titles. Right. So they'll figure it out, but whether it's I, at the Chamber yeah. or at Mania. But they still have the title, so they could be forced to tag against Kevin and Sammy. But it, it, it kind of loses some or, or we get Freebird rules. Freebird rules, exactly. You never know, man. Look, uh, before we wrap it up, man, how would you what would you guys rate this show, man? On a scale of one to ten, or if you want to do the Melter scale, however you want to do it. What are we uh, What are we rating this show? Royal Rumble two thousand and twenty three. I'll, I'll I'll go report card style, and I will I will give it a C plus. I do not think it was a very strong show. I think that a lot of the big angles that we saw were predictable. Uh, st- the final one was still enjoyable, but I think overall as a show, it also went very very long. I'm sticking with the C plus. Yeah, I'd have to agree. C C plus B minus. Um, I, I'll bump it to a B minus just because, like Zach said, that spot between um, Ricochet. And Logan Paul is going to live on forever. I think um, the the rise of Rhea Ripley is something that we're going to be hopefully seeing for for a full year now to come. And obviously the main event um, and what that 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 huge step in this like epic story. I think those three things kind of like put it on a plane where you can't you, you know. You can't call it a horrible pay per view because you got three sort of holy shit moments. Right. Mm. And with that, it's time for Sunday brunch. It is time for bagels <laughs> and cream cheese, everybody. No, I honestly, my computer's at eighteen percent, but I love you guys. Thank you for having us. Of course, man. Thank you guys for for staying up late with us, man, and talking. Appreciate about it. Appreciate you. Really, uh, honestly, I'm as a, somebody who I work in TV and as a showrunner and a writer and a producer, like. You guys have it together. I mean, if I say Doink the Clown, a picture of Doink the Clown comes up. Like, that's not easy <laughs> to do. I know. I've been in, I've been there. And you guys are doing it. And uh, I, I, I'm just super impressed by your operation. And uh, you guys are just, like, great custodians of, uh, of, the, of wrestling Twitter. So I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, d- ditto everything. Thanks for letting me hop on. 
Thank you for those words, man. We appreciate you, God. We definitely want the both of you back on definitely early, earlier than 1.30 in the morning. So we're <laughs> oh going to make God. that happen. My wife's, my wife's going to kill me, but, it, I, I, you know, I'm happy to be here. Of course, brother. Thank you, guys, once again, man. Cheers. Take care. <laughs> oh, man. Shouts to uh, Andrew Goldstein. Shouts to Zach Linder. Yeah, um, man. Man, before we get out of here, what what do you rate the uh the pay per view, bro? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say yeah, like a C. A B minus. You going with a C? I'm going with like a C, man. I'm gonna have to go with a C. You know, it's it's we got a couple of a couple of bathroom break matches. You know, what I'm saying after that that the men's Royal Rumble match, the pitch black match was just it wasn't it. Leading into another match that wasn't it. <laughs> it's, it's like, all right, so I'm basically gearing up for, I got to see the women's match. You know what I'm saying? The women's Royal Rumble match, that was cool. Everything, enjoyed that. The performance, ass again, another bathroom break. So it's like, and then it led me to the main event. So it's just, it's a C. I'm giving it a C. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with a, a C. I'll give it a C plus. I'll give it a C plus, man. I Honestly, I didn't think the, um, I thought the, the first match was predictable. The second match I hated. Third match was I don't want to say it was I'll say it was lackluster. Um, fourth match was what women's rumble. I enjoyed the women's rumble, and then the Roman, you know, Roman KO. That was a great story. So, and but we, you know, it was I just felt like it was long. Then we had the performance in between. You know what I'm saying? I'm over here fighting sleep. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna go with a C plus, man. Yeah, and that and, and that's like one of the main reasons why it lasted. Pay per view just lasted way too damn long. Yeah, that's a way big too fact. damn long. That's a big fact. But all together, we on the road to WrestleMania. You are six time. Oh, I'm here. Still six time champion. Oh, okay. You see, you see what's going on, man. We here, man. Still. It's a damn shame, man. But hey. What can I say, man? I'm, I'm gonna get it soon. That most likely, I'm gonna get it at WrestleMania. That's that's cute. I got to book myself to win, brother. You know what I'm saying? WrestleMania, I'm gonna come take my uh, take my title back. You know what I'm saying? I'm here, man. I'm just waiting for a challenge. That's all. I'm just waiting for the I'm waiting for the contenders, the real contenders. You know what I'm saying? Y'all brought Manny through. I bet you did. Did Manny get a point? We don't know. So it's like, <laughs> Manny, Manny mix uh, Manny mix Mountain Dew uh, pitch black with a gold for local. And then I haven't seen or heard from him since. So I don't know. Manny might be, uh, I don't know, laid down in some, some trash right now. Hopefully my dog is all right. Yes, hopefully. Uh, man, wait, hold on, hold on. KP is saying you're the seven time. KP, nah, I don't, I'm not. No, 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 no. This nigga is not seven time champion, man. What you mean? I'm not jacking that. He's not seven time champ. Why you're not? Because you, because you, nope, you didn't lose it and win it back. Charlotte Flair jack up her numbers all the time, and y'all love her. Like, let me let me run up my numbers, get my stats up. No, but she lost and wins it back. You ain't <laughs> losing. You still got it. So you still the six time. <laughs> KP over here statting pats for you. I, I patting stats. I don't like that, man. Nah, pat <laughs> my stats too. <laughs> where, where my champion picture at? 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we used that picture in so long, it's non existent. It's all good. Pull that, pull that JPEG up, man. <laughs> Is this supposed to be my picture? It's a picture of Bray Wyatt, man. Turn this off. Turn this off, cuz. <laughs> Hey man, I, I don't know what what's left to say, man. We broke the rumble down. We did it in under uh, an hour and thirty minutes. I'm very proud about that. Uh, shouts to Zach Linda and uh, and Andrew Goldstein once again. Great guests, great, great guys, man. Those guys they know what they're talking about, and I definitely want to have them back in the future, man, to talk to get you know just definitely not at one in the morning, but you know have another in depth conversation about this thing called professional wrestling, man. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Have a good night. Mwah. Your boy loves you, man. We're going to catch y'all soon.